Nothing But the Words, episode number 39, Writing in the Middle of Madness. Welcome to Nothing But the Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now, here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But the Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'm recording this episode from my hotel room while I'm on a one woman writing retreat. I've actually checked into a local hotel to work on my book and give my family some space <laughs> and time away from me. I'm sure they are enjoying it such as it is. This is not going to be a political episode. I don't generally do political episodes, but I do want to acknowledge that we are dealing with some things as a nation right now, as a world we are, because the pandemic, of course, affects everyone. But as a nation, the United States is having some pretty tumultuous times right now. The current occupant of the White House is not willing to stand behind his own scientists and what they say we should do to protect ourselves and others from the pandemic. Flu season is on its way, and that could be a possible contributor to further illness for those people who are affected by COVID-19. We're facing a presidential election with major threats to the voting process. This country is divided over particular issues including everything from systemic racism to whether or not we should wear a mask. And that division, of course, is based on things that we already disagreed about, but which have been brought to the fore right now. I have a feeling that it's going to turn out to be for the best in the end, that all of these things are going to eventually bring us together, but we've got to go through some of these growing pains to get there. So each of us has been affected in some way, shape, or form. Through all of this, though, you still have a book you want to write. Now, back in episode 11, I talked about how to write and sell books in a crisis. Everything I said there still stands, but that was early (laughs) in, in the pandemic. Today, I want to tell you how I personally have kept writing consistently through the pandemic and how some of my clients have done the same thing. Now, obviously, I'm fortunate enough to already have the experience of writing dozens of books well before the pandemic ever began, and I recognize that that gives me a head start. However, I also have about a dozen clients who have finished or are close to finishing their first books during this time of crisis. They are much like you. They have jobs, they have families, they run businesses. So if they can do it, you can do it too. Now, don't get me wrong. If you have been ill or you've been caring for sick loved ones, or if you've been dealing with anxiety or depression aggravated by everything that's going on, If you're just plain overwhelmed, then this might not be the right time for you to write a book. Taking care of yourself really should be the top priority. Even if this hasn't been a particularly tough time for you, though, it has been a strange time for all of us. And maybe you've just decided this is not your time to write a book. That too is reasonable. But if you really still have a writing goal, but you're still not writing, you can change that today. Over the last five or six months, I've worked with several ghostwriting and co-writing clients to get their books over the finish line, and they will all be done by the end of the year. My coaching clients have also been producing great books during this time. And I want to share with you some of the strategies that we've all used to write our books in the middle of this madness, and hopefully one or two of them will work for you. I'm going to give you six 
but you could apply two and you would probably be well ahead of the game. Now, the first thing that many of us do is to block out our writing times and or our writing days. Many of my coaching clients, as I said, are still running businesses or they're working full-time jobs. Some are doing both and they're making time to write their books. Now, how do they do that? Well, choosing a writing day or writing time means you have to choose not to do other things in that time frame. So Fridays are a writing day for me. For the most part, I choose not to meet with clients on Fridays. If it's urgent, if we have to make it happen, I will sometimes give up my Friday, a part of my Friday writing day, but that's what that day is blocked for. I also know that I have to put some other projects on the back burner right now. I have a list of courses I want to create, but right now that time goes to writing. Sometimes you have to decide to put other things on the back burner in order to get your book written. Now, it's one thing to set the time to say, I'm going to write every morning at six o'clock or to say Fridays are my writing days. It sounds like a great practice and it is. But the trick, of course, is to actually stick to those writing times and days. One of my clients who owns her own business has blocked Thursdays as her content creation days. Those are her days to write her book write blog posts, research podcast ideas, whatever else she needs to do to create content in her business. So because she has that flexibility in her schedule, she controls her schedule as an entrepreneur. She has blocked an entire day for creating. Another client who's at the other end of the spectrum because she has a nine to five job and they're not working from home. They're still going to the office. She uses her lunch hour to write. She brings her lunch from home and sits in her car to work on her book. So that's the second thing we do. We block the time on our calendars. My clients have been able to stick to those writing times or those writing days because they put them on the calendar and they respect them the same way they would respect any other kind of appointment. If you go to my online scheduler, you will see there are no Friday times available. That is a writing day. It's not available for me to talk to people. Now, I don't know if any of my clients have tried this third strategy, but it works incredibly well for me. It may be one that you haven't thought of yet, and it may be the one that you need to really get you going. I time my writing sessions, but not just the session in its entirety, right? I know I'm going to write for an hour. That's fine. But I actually time the sessions that it takes me to write a specific amount. So if I'm going to write chapter two, section three, or if I'm going to write one page from chapter three, I will set the timer, giving myself 22 minutes to crank out a rough draft of that particular piece. Now, I don't always hit the goal. Sometimes the timer goes off and I have to reset it and do it again, but the timer does a couple of important things for me. First, it gives me a short-term deadline. So if I know I really wanna be finished with this page at 22 minutes, I am not likely to go down rabbit holes. Facebook is not calling to me. Instagram is fine without me for 22 minutes. It's a short time, so it's not a big commitment. Sometimes I do 35 minutes, play with it and see what works for you. But it gives me that ability to really focus. And the second thing that it does for me is it helps me to understand how much time it really takes me to write certain projects. So I can be realistic and not say to myself that, oh, I'm going to have this chapter done by Friday when I've already demonstrated that it's going to take me much longer than that. So consider using a timer to time the exact things that you want to get done to write your book. The fourth thing my clients and I both have that really helps us to get our books written is support. Now, obviously, if they're coaching with me, 
They have my support along the way, but they also get support in other places. They get support from their mastermind groups. Those groups are not writing groups. They are often groups of women in business or women who are becoming entrepreneurs, but the people there understand goal setting and what it takes to achieve a goal. So they get support from their mastermind groups. They get it from their accountability partners, and they get it from friends who have written books and know that it's a marathon, not a sprint, and that you may need some encouragement along the way. Support is super important. In my case, I think support is important enough that I belong to two mastermind groups, two separate groups with different people and different purposes. And they provide me a lot of support, as do my two accountability partners. One is an accountability partner for general things, and one is an accountability partner specific to marketing. And your book is part of your marketing platform. So she and I do talk about our book goals there, and her book is going to be super fantastic. My friends from writing groups and workshops that I've participated in over the years are also a great source of support. And I have the good fortune to be married to a writer. My husband is a screenwriter and filmmaker, so he understands the time and commitment it takes to really create something of value. And he's happy to allow me that space, to help me to create that space. He's super encouraging. When I was on the fence about taking this week to check into a hotel to work on my book, you know, he pushed me off the fence. (laughs) He made me make a decision and he really encouraged me to go for it and to commit this time. And I really appreciate that. Now, listen, none of us has any excuse to say we can't find any support for writing our books these days. You can hire an author coach. This is what I do for a living. You can join a group coaching program like my program, Short Books, Big Results, or someone else's program. You can even, if you don't want to invest money right now, or if that doesn't fit your budget, you can join a free group on Facebook. It may take some time to find the right authors group, the right writing group on Facebook, where you can get the support you need, where you feel like you click and you can really talk to people But I'm sure it's there. There are thousands of free groups available on Facebook and other places. There's no reason why anyone who has either internet access or a phone line can't get the support they need. Because yes, sometimes I talk to my clients on the phone. They can't always get internet access. I have a client who's in Jamaica and where she is. Sometimes it's really hard for her to get access to the internet. And so we talk by phone. There is always a way. So it doesn't make sense to try to do this by yourself, particularly when it's the first time you're doing it. This is not my first book that I've written, and I still rely on the support that I have around me. The fifth tool that I would really encourage you to use to write through all of this strife and and tumult going on around us is silence. I cannot encourage you enough to create silence in your day if you're not already doing it. And not just during your writing sessions. I mean, sometimes I will have classical music playing during my writing sessions or some one of those new agey sounding channels on on the music choice channel just to kind of drown out any background noise. So maybe you want to write in silence and maybe you don't. But silence as a part of your day is an invaluable tool for unleashing and unlocking your creativity. When you're driving in your car, when you're going for a walk outside, as you're getting ready to start your day, if you still take showers, because when we're working from home, those showers often go by the wayside. So put the shower back in your schedule every day. All of those times are fantastic times to simply create some silence. 10 minutes here, 
An hour there of silence will allow you to tap into your creativity. Ideas will bubble up, connections will form, and those things can't happen as effectively when you're constantly consuming content. Even if it's not the bad news that you're consuming, even if it's not our junk food content, which frankly, I sometimes want my junk food content, even if you listen to just the best audiobooks and the most fascinating podcast, and you're constantly feeding yourself with great information, that's fantastic. But at some point, you've got to dial back and allow yourself to just have room to think and process and to have some time for ideation. The reality is if you're constantly consuming, yes, you can come up with some ideas and you can make some connections, but it just doesn't happen with the flow that you have when you give yourself some room and space for silence. You don't have to even force yourself to think about your book during these silent times, right? It will come up for you organically if you're working in it, if you're researching it, and then you're taking a step away and just having the space and having the silence. Trust me, your book ideas will come during the during those times. And the sixth and last tool I want to offer you is one that I sort of mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, and that is self-care, self-care, self-care. Is that like the most overused word of 2020? Don't know. Doesn't matter. If you're not sleeping, if you're still eating the standard American pandemic diet, if you can't bring yourself to exercise, it just seems like too much effort, or you don't feel like you could find a way to fit it in your day, and you're still struggling to write, I invite you to put your book aside. Put your book aside and take care of yourself first. Trust me, the writing will flow much more easily when you're not exhausted, when you feel good in your own body and when you're well-nourished. Do not worry about falling behind on your book because you take a week off or two weeks off to get yourself together. When you come back to your book, you will be sharper and more creative and ready to write in a way that's hard to be when you're dragging through your days. That's all for this week, my friends. If you enjoyed this episode, please connect with me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. I'm talking all things books and writing over there too. And I would love to see what you're up to over there on what is currently my favorite social media platform. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>